Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, so that's that's tight end. Offensive line. They go nine. Larson doesn't ultimately make it. They are going to bring him back. Um, Which, you know, fine. I, the one thing that I think is interesting, um, which I guess we'll get to slash we can just get to it right now, is like, where's the other roster spot, though? Because yeah. we all we all anticipate Big Phil coming back. But if Arma's going to come back and Larson's going to come back, who's the other guy that's getting like, is Logan Thomas not close to yeah. coming back? Uh, I don't think so. He's been running around and, and starting to mix his way back into team stuff. Um, and then the other one is Chase. Um, he seems to be... Uh, even more likely Danny Johnson is another guy that that maybe they could IR short term um, at defensive back Um, but yeah man it's I I don't it's just a weird thing that we're speculating on I don't think it's even worth actually now that I think about it for the podcast spending too much time speculating because we might know by the time the podcast comes out Um, but what did you make of the initial decision I guess for nine on the offensive line I was a little surprised because I thought, you know, there was a pretty strong indication from guys like Kime, who is, is really dialed in, that there was going to be 10. And so I was like, well, you know, Larson's going to make it. But obviously, I think, you know, like this is one of those like roster tomfoolery situations. You've got two really, really talented young guys that you like a lot. One's Curtis Hodges, one's Tinsley. And you say, how do we make that happen? You know, Braden Daniels goes to IR. That is bad for Braden Daniels, you know, you, you don't want guys getting hurt or whatever, but that allows you to keep Scott, who we both were kind of talking about as the guy you want to keep. And I think he's probably a little bit more valuable because he's got that tackle ability. And I think tackles are harder to find in the NFL. And who's the guy you got to get to, you get to cut it's, it's Larson. And so as I, we've talked about Larson, we think he's in tremendously valuable, but I think he's tremendously valuable to this organization because they see him every day. He's coming off a bad injury, you know, like, I don't think mm-hmm. teams know how how he's been performing in practice on the day to day, so uh, you know it's a it's 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 a little surprising, but ultimately, like that's what I wanted to do, right? Or we wanted to do. We wanted to say keep nine, keep an extra receiver, and yeah. do that. And I think that's um, that's kind of so I, I agree with this, but I think to your point, like getting him back up is going to be really interesting. And maybe it's like 
Um, it's like Scott and him are both like swing, and it's kind of depending on the week who's up, who's not. You're bumping guys up and down to practice squad like that. I don't know because I think Scott, because he's a rookie, he doesn't – his contract's not guaranteed day one. I think that's a thing. So, like, when I was playing, if you were a veteran, like if you had, if you had over uh, four accrued seasons and you got signed to an opening day uh, roster, your contract's guaranteed. So, Larson would fit in that category and Scott would not. So, maybe there's a there's some kind of economic math there happening where we can flip these guys back and forth over the course of the season. I don't know. That's all speculation, obviously. But I think that's – Ultimately, nine, I think, is the right thing to do, especially with Ricky Stromberg playing guard as well as he was. And I think yeah. you're in a pretty good spot. You know, like now it's just, I think to your point, it's like now who who's shifting? Like how do you shift these guys up and down and not lose people you want to keep? Right. Um, also, if I'm Trent Scott, I'm still nervous about the fluidity comments. Um, he was good. Um, yeah. He deserves to be. Like I talk about this with, we'll talk about it with Milne in a second. Like, all they can do right now is pick the best 53 from the guys they had. They, you pick 53 of 90. You can't yeah. pick from other teams yet. When that becomes an option, then you can make different decisions. And so for Trent Scott, is if there's another tackle that becomes available that they like, do they go out and, and snatch that guy up and Scott winds up either practice squad or, or going to another team uh, in the future? We'll see. But uh, he, he winds up making it, which I think is smart just from a, like a roster construction standpoint, but we'll see. Uh, ultimately how they they get Larson back on the team which brings us to wide receiver to close out the offense and I mean congrats to Mitchell Tinsley congrats man and uh, you know it's it's the kind of thing that I love to see I love to see meritocracy I think it's the best thing about training camp is when you see a guy who just consistently shows up and makes plays and just forces his way onto the roster and that's what Tinsley did he forced his way on because he was good basically every single day and What his role is going to be, I have no idea. He might not even be active on game days. Um, but he deserves to be on the team, and so he's on the team. Good for good for him and good for them. Yeah, you know, and he's a guy that, um, yeah, just like has been a consistent player. And the coaches speak very, very highly of him. And I think you're seeing that come to fruition a little bit here, you know, because of how he's produced, especially in the last game. Um, but, yeah, like what is his role going to be? I have no idea. Like right now, to me, he's like, He's Dax Milne, like light. And I think you hope that he can develop into more than Dax at some point. Um, but I think, um, you know, like when you talk about special teams, special teams coaches, eyes light up about him. I haven't seen that from him. You know, like there's certain guys you watch, like, for example, in the joint practice, like Bryson Tremaine. I'm only bringing him up because, like, they're both rookies. They both do the same stuff. Like, in terms of team's value, Bryson Tremaine is an animal. You know what I'm saying? He's a big physical dude. He's like in the in the double vice drill. He absolutely smoked one of the vice guys in the Baltimore practice, like knocked him to the ground type of stuff. Like he's just got a different physicality to him. Tremaine, that's not his cup of tea. Maybe you feel like he can return punts for you at some point. I know when I was watching film of him after they signed him, he was in an all-star game and returned punts in the all-star game. Now, the thing that I would just say like, hold up, wait a minute, is because like he didn't get any reps doing that in the preseason. And right. I would have liked to see that if that's something that you're planning on doing. Cause I do think he's got some like in watching those, it was five returns. So not a lot of returns, but he has some ability to do that. So like, why not, if you, if this was in the cards, why not give it a look? I would be my question to that, you know, cause like right now, like I don't see how he's active on game day. I think Pringle's active. I think Dax is active cause he's going to return punts for you. And I don't really understand. Like, it feels like a missed opportunity a little bit you know, if this was what the way you wanted to go, like just to see how he looks. Cause I know he does it in practice. I've seen him do it at practice. So why not just see him do it 
live and in living color, like, you know, for a quarter or, or whatever. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just a kind of a weird that I'm not being critical of the staff. I know there's a million other variables that go into making this decision. He deserves to make the team, but I would just would like to know if he could do it. I think would be my, my one, my one comment on that. For sure. Uh, he did return punts in college. Barely. He returned five as a freshman at Western Kentucky. And then he transferred to Penn state. Um, he didn't return any of second year at Western Kentucky. And then his last year in school, at Penn State, he returned four. Uh, he has a total of nine career returns for ten total yards. So yeah. not exact for those for those that like uh, Dax Mills, Dax Mills punt return stats. Let me let me introduce you to Mitchell Tinsley's college right. stats. They look extraordinarily similar. But um, in the uh, but in, in the All Star game, I think he had like a twenty five yard. You know, what I mean, like it's he's yeah. got there's something there. But it's all about opportunities. I would and, have liked to see yeah. him just do it in the preseason. <laughs> like if, yeah. if this was, if, and that's the thing, usually coaches are pretty good about getting a bead for the roster and like where it's at and being like, this guy has a shot. So let's get him an opportunity at the stuff we want to see him do. And so the fact he didn't get it makes me think that they don't want him to do that. And if that's the case, then how do you contribute on teams? Like, are you, you know, usually uh, receivers, if you're going to contribute on punt, you're a gunner, right? He didn't do it really any of that, or he wasn't very good at it, you know, and that's fine. He's not a huge body guy who's yeah, going to cover your gunners kicks. are set, like Holmes yeah. and Butler are your it just, guys. It's, it's just interesting, like, how he, how he contributes. And maybe they don't plan on him contributing. But, again, congrats to him as a receiver. He definitely deserved it, definitely did yeah. a great job. But I'm like, I'm just curious. It'd be curious to kind of keep an eye on that and his development, his role within in, in the team. Let me ask you this. If, is there one of the receiver spots that you trust him over Milne right now where you would be like, oh, hey, we need someone to go in at X, at Z, at Zebra? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think Dax is is pretty good. Like, I think when you look at his training camp at F, he's probably or Zebra for them is what they call it. Um, he did a great job. I think that's he could play. That's for those yeah. not, uh, not familiar with the zoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, I think you could play Z. I guess maybe he's got some X qualities. I didn't see it. You know, I didn't see that like X receiver guy. Like in terms of skill sets, I think you'd probably put Jahan there maybe before. Um, you know, and like traditionally the body type is like Bryson Tremaine, like that 6'5", freak yeah. that's going to stand. And he, and he plays X, right? But he's not ready to be on the, on the roster yet. So I'm not saying they should have done that. But to me, they him and Dax are very, very similar. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that flexibility and that route running nuance just says, hey, like, you know, you can play, you can really play any of the spots because your route running nuance is so high and you're a smart guy and you know multiple spots. And, you know, we talk about position flex a lot with the O-line, but for those backup receivers, like the dude that's going to play first usually knows a ton of spots. Like, so, you know, Diami's probably more of an outside guy, which means Dax is going to play a lot of inside. But, you know, if something happens to Diami, I trust Dax and Tinsley, for that matter, to be able to yeah. step in at any of the spots. And so maybe that's kind of what you're looking at there is you just get two dudes who are just really good receivers, sure-handed, and kind of get the the finer points of route running. And we've talked about how, like, Jahan has excelled in this offense because he's such an excellent route runner. These guys are very much in, in that mold, you know, Dax and, and Tinsley. They're very much in the mold of they're not like height, weight, speed guys. They're like, you know, kind of – um you know, they're like six foot, they're like 200 yeah. pounds. Yeah. They're very, very technically sound. And so that allows you to do multiple things. I also think they're pretty tough guys, you know, and like when you're playing that and you got to come in, like you mentioned this before, like when you're the fifth receiver, sixth receiver, you can't be beneath like going to put your face on a safety. And I think both those guys are willing to do that. 
Yeah, and I mean that's how Camp Sims made his living for a long time. By the way, Camp Sims cut by the Raiders, surprisingly, so he's oh, available. Wow. Um, but you know, Ryan Grant forever when he was yeah. here, everyone couldn't stand him as a receiver, and he always seemed to be one yard short of a first down. But he'd go dig out a safety, and that that gets you a long way with the coaches, which is why Jay loved him. So uh, yeah, that's that's that part of it. I would say for the punt return part, I do think they were they, like they wanted the Kaz Allen thing to work so bad right and up until the final game it looks like it was like if Kaz has a good final game I think he's on this team I think so too whether it's over Dax or over Tinsley I don't know but they like they wanted to give him every opportunity and figured it would work out it doesn't it backfires now all of a sudden you have a guy in Tinsley who you didn't give those opportunities and it's just them's the break sometimes the reps there's only a certain number of them it's a finite number and um you you, you do your best and sometimes yeah that it doesn't really work out that's actually um, a really right. good point, I think. Yeah, I never, I didn't really think about that. Like, you're, you're trying to make it go for a guy who's very talented, and then it doesn't. I mean, in some ways, it's like the Ron's comments on Howell, right? Is yeah. like, you know, oh, we, I wish we would have played him. Well, there wasn't the opportunity to. Like, yeah. in hindsight, it's really easy to be like, yeah, definitely shouldn't have played Carson in that game, or maybe we yeah. should have just sacrificed the season on some level. But when you're in the middle of a playoff push, you're not going to put a rookie out there. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the the circumstances of the wide receiver competition were Kaz got hot in the middle of camp. Yeah. It looked like he was going to make the team. There That's was no point. reason to take away those opportunities from him and all of a sudden he bombs the final preseason game and you're like ah oh, crap now he's not making the team and we never got Tinsley any punt return looks and, so, and to be and to be fair to the, the the staff it was that game and then also in the Baltimore practice it wasn't super sharp for him you know yeah. so I think it was kind of a it was kind of a combination of like hey trending up really hard kind of plateaued and then it looked like he was regressing a little bit so I I think that's a, I think that's really good analysis for yeah. sure. So, you know, could they have said like, hey, maybe we should, as a backup plan, give Tinsley some reps, but there's only so many reps. And it is and, and, and you want to see, and like what it, uh, Tana says this all the time, is like when, with a punt returner, I want to see him catch punts. And if you think Kaz is the guy, get, that's exactly right. Get him out there, get him catching as many punts as you can and see if it goes. And yeah. so obviously it didn't happen the way they wanted to. He'll be around, obviously. I think he's on practice squad for sure. But yeah, and we'll I know for sure by the time this comes out. But yeah, I, I would be surprised if he's not. Um, you know, obviously he could get picked up somewhere else. But they they definitely want to bring him back. And you know, by week six, week seven in the season, could he have caught enough punts that they feel comfortable with it in practice that they elevate him to the active roster? Sure. Um, or if yeah. Dax, you know, God forbid, we always talk about Dax being sure-handed. I'm like, oh man, if if he ever drops a punt, <laughs> our, my Twitter mentions and our comments are going to be eight to six. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.